In this episode of Monday Moments, we're talking about what you have to offer, so stick around and stay tuned for more. Hey there, welcome to another episode of Monday Moments, the show in which we take a deeper dive into Sunday's sermon. I'm Travis, your host, and with me today is Pastor James, and we are diving into part three of our Compassion series. If you have not had a chance to listen to or watch Sunday Sermon, you can do so on our YouTube channel, uh, on our website, or uh, wherever you get your favorite podcast, because we're in podcast form now, too, so on our Sunday Sermons, which is pretty exciting. Awesome. So, um, Without further ado, let's jump into it. Pastor James, I wondered if you might give just a real quick uh, recap and maybe what the big idea of your sermon. Yeah, big idea. So we looked at the story of Peter and John uh, going to the temple to pray. Mm-hmm. They, uh, it's it's hard to it's hard to say it without singing it. They met a lame man on the way. He stuck out his palm and he asked for alms. Uh, but the story of the healing of this uh, man who was lame um, and. Uh, the healing that that mm-hmm. followed. Um, what we were discussing is uh, what does compassion um, from the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. look like? Yeah. Um, and so we talked about the compassionate Father the first week, and the compassionate uh, Savior Jesus uh, the second week, and then this is the the compassionate Holy Spirit. And uh, the big idea was that just days before, um, as Jesus had promised, they. Uh, was Pentecost, so they experienced the, the the filling of the Holy Spirit, and Jesus says, "You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you." And uh, the big idea, I think, for us is that um, oftentimes we we tend to look at um, what a compassionate response looks like from the standpoint of what we can offer, mm. um, and the emphasis really was that. Um, we don't have to uh, just look at things from the standpoint of what we can do, uh, but that the Holy Spirit empowers us to do uh, only what He can do. Yeah, and I appreciated that you kind of pointed out or reminded us that when we look at it from the standpoint of what we can offer, it mm-hmm. often limits us. Yeah, um, and it often causes us to um, not reach out at all, or yeah. second guess, or doubt, or be afraid, or be anxious, or not be as generous as maybe God's calling us to be, because we're only looking at it from our human perspective. Yeah. Um, so I appreciated that. Um, one thing that I had a, a question I kind of wanted to dive into is, is there a balance between spiritual and physical charity? And what I mean by that is when you look at the passage that we that you talked about in mm-hmm. Acts, right, where um, Peter and John said, you know, I don't have any silver or gold, but yeah. what I do have... I give to you and, and, you know, heal the the lame man. And so I would say maybe that falls into this category of spiritual charity where we're, we're praying for people, um, you know, laying on of hands, you know, those types of things. Whereas in the book of James, it says, if you see a brother mm-hmm. who is without, you know, clothing, shelter, food, and you say, hey, keep warm and well fed, but you don't do anything to meet their need, um, your faith is useless. So, you know, what are your thoughts on that? And, and yeah. how do we, is there a balance? Is it, is it just listening to the Holy Spirit and, and what the Holy Spirit says is necessary in that time? What, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. So continuing on uh, with Acts, and we'll actually talk a little bit about this next week um, when we talk about the Compassionate Church. And, mm. um, you know, that, that first group of people in Acts, there's the 
there's the, the the famous passage where it talks about that they anyone who had land and things they sold and and they they all had everything in common and um, we we tend to look at things from a from a checklist standpoint yeah. like how do I how do I make sure that I'm doing the right thing um, and I, I think that that perspective really does limit um, what it does is I think it limits what the Lord is is desiring to do. And so when we look at it and say, okay, so how much, um, how much monetary charity should I be offering versus how much spiritual responsiveness to these things? Um, it's, it's a, it's a hundred percent in response to the Holy Spirit. Um, the, the interesting thing is that, um, Jewish, Jewish law, um, there was a there was there was a, an assumption and 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 almost a requirement uh, that that alms giving be be given that mm-hmm. there there make that you make uh, you make room for the poor you, you see it in Leviticus when they're talking about um, harvesting their fields and they say leave leave the edges for the poor don't go back and glean your field mm-hmm. whatever falls on the ground. Whatever's not collected, the edges of the property that are not collected, there was a there was a, a requirement that they leave that for the poor. Mm-hmm. So this this idea of of alms giving, this idea of taking something that you have and giving it to the poor was very much a part of their culture. Yeah. So what was taking place again to to the to the Jewish person that was there, this was this was a very familiar thing. And in fact, there was there was a, an obligation that they actually give into these things. What what changed was that the Holy Spirit had come and changed the perspective of these disciples, and and looking at the fact that maybe they didn't. You know, again, we have no reason to believe that. Peter was lying when he says silver yeah. and gold I don't have. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what he did is he he actually in that moment instead of looking at what he had, he looked to what the Lord might want to offer. And so I, I think that you know obviously what the Lord is wanting to do is not always this miraculous thing where you know the the lame walk or the blind see or mm-hmm. all of these things. But I think that. He always wants to have input into how we respond. And so to say, well, sometimes it's just physical charity. Well, sometimes it may be just physical charity, but it doesn't mean that it wasn't prompted, directed, inspired by what the Lord was saying to us. Yeah, and I think sometimes we get caught up in this big picture of, what should I do? And, yeah. and, and well, do I just pray for this person yeah. that doesn't feel like enough or, you know, should I pray for, I don't know, you know, and I think we get caught up in this, it makes us really anxious and it kind of overcomplicates things. Yeah. And, you know, in, in the new Testament, Paul says, um, good soldiers don't concern themselves with the affairs of the citizens. And I'm just taking a small, yeah. a small aspect of this in that the simplicity of, of, you know, if you take the most simple, approach to what a soldier is supposed to do, and that's follow mm-hmm. orders, right? Yeah. And so in the sense that we overcomplicate things, if we just say, God, what do you want us to do? Yeah. And we listen to that and we respond and we don't worry about what God maybe isn't saying to do. We just do what he tells us to do. Then I think it simplifies 
things tremendously for us. Yeah. Because the responsibility is all I have to do is listen and obey. Yeah. And, and I think that that's, I think that is one of the most missed attributes of Jesus. Mm, yeah. When, when Jesus says, I do nothing of my own accord. We, we tend to read the life of Jesus as, well, Jesus just always knew what to do. Yeah. Jesus just had, uh, you know, and, and again, the, 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 the concept of being fully man and fully God is, we'll, we'll understand it when we get to heaven. Right. Like, that'll, yeah. It'll yeah. make sense then. <laughs> but Jesus makes it very clear. He didn't do anything on his own accord. And we looked at a number of scriptures. There's, there's a lot more, but we looked at a number of them yesterday, um, which said that Jesus was being led by the Spirit. And I think that we, we, we get to a certain point in our faith where we feel like when we encounter a situation, we don't really need to consult God. I know enough about X to just go ahead and make a decision. Mm-hmm. And so what we do is we kind of get into a habit of making all of our own decisions. And and we realize that by the end of the day, we've probably made a lot of decisions on our own that we we could have just looked to the Lord and said, Lord, what would you have me do in this situation? And, and I think that beginning to live a lifestyle of compassion uh, really begins for us at at operating under the power of the Holy Spirit, allowing the Lord to speak into every situation. Who knows what he might do in that situation? And I think that that's why it becomes so valuable for us to understand those scriptures where multiple times Jesus says, look, I only do what I see the Father do. I mean, if you think about that, Mm This was Jesus. This was the Messiah. And he said that he didn't do anything on this earth except that which was being spoken to him, being revealed to him, being led, leading him to by the Father. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, You talked a little bit about um, the role of the the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. in, you know, prompting us to reach out through compassion. Mm-hmm. And um, as we are getting more and more into this series, I always like to kind of go back to this, this core idea of why, this core question of why. Why are we talking about what's the point of compassion? Why should we be more compassionate? Um, what's the end goal? Is it to simply feel better about ourselves, that mm-hmm. we did something good for somebody in need? Is it, like you said earlier, is it this checklist mentality to say, oh, well, I checked off my good deed for the day. You know, was that yeah. a Boy Scouts that said, I've done my good deed for the day, you know, whatever <laughs> it is. Um, you know, is that the purpose of, of being more compassionate or is there something something beyond just the, the, the task-less nature? Yeah. Uh, you know, does that make sense? Yeah, no, it, it does. And, and I think that, to, to answer that, we have to go back to the life of Jesus. Mm-hmm. So Jesus said that everything that he did was to reveal the Father. And so every compassionate response, every miracle, every sign, every wonder, every word that he spoke was to reveal the Father. And so when we look at compassion, we say, what is the purpose of compassion? Is it, is it to make myself feel better? I think that there's a lot of things that we do that make us feel better. Sure. Um, and, and we kind of walk away going, um, I feel pretty good about myself. We don't walk away all the time going, 
I did exactly what the Lord told me to do because we don't ask. Yeah. You know? and, right. and, and we're all guilty of that. Like yeah. we get busy in our day and we just make decisions and we just kind of go on about it. But if we're going to look at what is the purpose, what, what is the, why is it so important that the church, um, be compassionate and respond compassionately. Well, Jesus answers the question. I I do all of this to reveal the Father. The yeah. Father who is all about restoring relationship with him. Right. And and that is ultimately our our goal in all of this is that people would not just would not just see the Father but that they would be restored to the Father. Like, this is the basis of salvation. Yeah. Like, we're, this is the message of the gospel. Right. To restore people to relationship with with a loving Father. So, so why compassion? Why is it important? Because it reveals the Father. Yeah. Yeah, I think that goes back to the heart of the Great Commission. Yeah. What is it? Not just go and do good things, although mm-hmm. that's part of it. It's make disciples. Yeah. And that's um, the ultimate goal of why we should have compassion and remember yeah. mercy. Um, yeah. See people not with just our physical eyes, but with spiritual sight. Yeah. Um, because we were all at that one time, uh, one point in our lives lost and in need of a savior, just like everybody is. And so yeah. that compassion, whether it's a spiritual need, a physical need or whatever, often builds that bridge, um, not so that somebody can just receive help, that's good, or that we can just feel better about ourselves, but so that they can reveal the Father. And I remember hearing another preacher, and this is just scraping the very tip of the iceberg on the subject, (laughs) but said, you know, the the ultimate goal of the Holy Spirit is to introduce people to Jesus. And so what what his point was is that when you see these amazing miracles, especially in Acts, the healings, and and when they um, the Holy Spirit gave all the apostles the gift of speaking in tongues and, mm-hmm. and other languages, what happened? It resulted in people knowing Jesus and becoming yeah. disciples. You know, three thousand were added to their number in one day because they heard the apostles speaking in in their own language, and yeah. then Peter gave you know, his Holy Spirit inspired sermon, um, that moved the hearts of everyone who was listening that day. And so I think that comes back to, are the, are, is listening to the Holy Spirit and knowing God's voice important? Absolutely. Um, do we need to be, uh, empowered by the Holy Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit? Absolutely. Um, but I think we can't forget the whole purpose behind it and that's to reach people. And that's, yeah. to, that's to carry that, that power, um, that made Jesus different and stand out, uh, among, his culture in his culture, because there's there's an everlasting enduring kingdom yeah. that's that's beyond this world that that people need to know and, and become a part of. You know, yeah. he came to seek and save the lost, and that's what he invites us to be a part. You know, we're co laborers yeah. um, with Christ, and I think to not just forget about those things and feel better about ourselves. Yeah, and I, I think that's the I think that's the challenge is that uh, we always want to we we want to see. We want to see the big miracle. We mm-hmm. want to see the big move. We want to do all of these things. And and what all of a sudden begins to happen is that we get our eyes focused on the wrong thing. Yeah. Um, Jesus Jesus wasn't doing miracles to draw attention to himself. Right. He wasn't he wasn't performing these signs and wonders in order to build his resume. Right. It was all to reveal the Father. Yep. And and what happened as a result of those things always resulted in people coming to know him. Yep. And and so the question should not be, did I do it right today? The question should always be, was the Father revealed? 
Yeah. Did 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 people see Jesus? Did people experience the mm-hmm. Father in these things? In in that it doesn't require a miracle in order to do that. Right. And and I think that that's the simplicity of all of this is is that the the father the father can be revealed in a lot of different ways what it what it requires of me though is seeking and knowing the father yeah and so if i don't have a uh, a relationship with the father if i don't have constant communication with the father how am i going to reveal yeah. him to the world yeah. around it? how am i going to introduce other people uh to uh to this father yeah. um and so Again, I think that when when we look at the the emphasis mm-hmm. of this, it always has to come back to is the father is the father being revealed? Yeah. In this. Yeah. Yeah. The world doesn't need more of me. Yeah. It needs more yeah, of it Jesus. Is, it doesn't need me to feel good about what I yeah. did. Yeah. It needs it needs to see the father. Yeah. That's good. Well, thanks so much for taking some time out of your day to dive a little bit deeper into your message. And thank you for taking the time to watch or listen to this week's episode of Monday Moments. We hope that you got something out of this. And if you did, please uh, send us a message, leave us a comment, um, give us a like maybe. Uh, We want to know that um, you're enjoying this because we love bringing content like this to you. And if you haven't had a chance to subscribe, please uh, consider doing that because we want to bring more content like this to you and you'll get notified every time a new episode is posted. Thank you so much again for watching another episode of Monday Moments. We'll see you next week. (laughs) 